Welcome back to Dateline New Haven on WNHHFM, New Haven's home for community radio. I'm Paul Bass, inviting you to look behind the headlines on the stories that make New Haven tick. Well, we got an instant call this morning. We got firefighters and police officers on the scene, but nothing's on yes. fire and no one's yes. getting arrested. We got firefighters and police officers united to help teenagers in New Haven get on the track to promising careers like theirs and others. We're talking about the Elm City League with some New Haven top-ranking firefighters and police officers who are beginning a six-week mentorship program to help New Haveners from 16 to 21. Say good morning to Captain Troy Frost of the Fire Department, Lieutenant Derek Mead of the Fire Department, and New Haven Assistant Police Chief. David Zanelli. Welcome, gentlemen, and thanks so much for well, coming thank to Dateline. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having us. Yes, Paul. So I didn't know about this program until I got the call from uh, Lieutenant Meade. It sounds really interesting. So is this mostly firefighters and police officers who do this, or is it a bunch of other people too? Yes. Uh, so we try to bring together the community along with people that want to help the kids at all in our neighborhood, the community. You know, we're having a lot of things upticking ever since COVID and uh some issues that we've been having lately within our community. If you come close to the mic, like you're most. Oh yeah, there we go. So uh, we've been having some issues in our community lately with the violence and the uptick in violence, and uh, we decided to step in and do something about it. So tell me what these groups are. So this is a program that's going to be six weeks this summer. Yes. You're giving 15 scholarships up to $1,000 for ages 16, 21. Mm -hmm. And you're going to give them one-on-one career coaching for different fields and have events for the whole six weeks. This is the first year, right? Yes. So who the groups that are listed as the Elm City League and the Greater Purpose? What are those two organizations? So the Greater Purpose is a nonprofit organization. Me, Tanya Colon, Catherine Vera, Jose De Jesus from Yale uh, started together. We've been awarded fifteen thousand dollars from the Caroline Foundation. Mm-hmm. Then we started to figure out what can we do with this fifteen thousand dollars that would be impactful. So then the program started to materialize. Other companies started, entities started getting involved. And it turned into what we got here. We want to put the 911 responders, first responders, and whoever else that wants to assist us in helping the kids, connecting with 15 youths from the age of 16 to 21, and helping them find their career if it's not college for them. So you started a nonprofit, firefighters and police officers, and, that's, and you decided you wanted to help young people. Yes, we started a nonprofit with some ladies from Yale, and then the $15,000 has been awarded. Mm-hmm. And then we started to team up, team up with the league. Now, the league is another entity of first responders and essential workers on the front line that want to be a part of something. We've been going through a lot. We've been seeing a lot. And how we get our solace at the end of the day is when we bond together and we start to uh, speak amongst each other because we go through the same thing at the end of the day. And so what is the Elm City League? Troy Um, Frost. (laughs) Hi, um, this is Captain Frost. Elm City League is a society within the fire department where we um we put together everyone. It's it's not just one race, it's mm-hmm. every race. And our goal is just to work towards the community. Anything given back to the community, whether it's the youth, whether it's the elderly, whoever it may be that needs assistance, we're gonna go out there and, and do our thing. And with that, we wanted to you know, join up with the police. So myself and Assistant Chief Zanelli, we've become um, real tight over these few months. And I introduced it to him, and he was like, this is something great. So he has a lot of his um, co-workers 
that you know want to be mentors for these kids because sometimes the kids just need that direction mm -hmm. and i remember back in the day we used to say it takes a village mm -hmm. to bring up a child and i think we kind of lost that and we're trying to get back to that and how did you know chief Sinelli? I've seen him over the years, the last 16 years or so, just on different calls, different situations. And um, just recently through community service, we ran into each other again and we just connected. So Chief Sinelli, you, you got roped, you know, you got um, invited in to help them do this mentoring program. How did that advance from your guys' stage in the PD? Sure. So we do a lot nowadays. If there's violence in the community, we do what's called a community walk. It's not just to gather information for a shooting or a homicide investigation, but it's also to offer resources. Um, I was with you on Winthrop Avenue. It was great. It, Kids it, love to see and everything. Great yeah. turnout. You know, it lets the community know that we're not just there to make an arrest. We, we'll do that when we have to, but we're also there to make sure everybody's good. And, you know, Captain Frost and Lieutenant would come with me on walks, and, you know, they asked me if I was interested in, you know, having the PD go on board with this. And, you know, I'm thinking about it in my mind, and, you know, sometimes our city people make the best police officers, right? So here's an opportunity to connect and we can mentor the child or the, the young man, young woman to see if they're interested in policing. And if they're not, that's okay too, but we're keeping them busy, right? Mm -hmm. We're keeping them focused because college, as we know, is not for everybody. You don't need a college degree to be a firefighter or a police officer. And sometimes you just want a little exposure. Sometimes they'll start with the FD and come to the police side. Sometimes they'll start with the police side and want to go to the education side. So the goal is to make sure that um, someone interested in a career in public service has the correct role model and information to make an informed decision and also to keep those that, that might be on the wrong path focused. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it as a compound multiplier. I'm uh, hopefully going to get more people from the city to apply, not just for police. Obviously, I'm representing my agency, so I hope more, more city folks become police officers here, but just to keep them employed with a good career and keep them focused and on track. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the Elm City League summer program a career that this is the first one launching by city firefighters and police officers they're going to mentor for six weeks uh new haveners from 16 to 21 years old 15 of them to get them started on good careers they don't necessarily have to go to college for these careers public service careers so what's going to happen over the six weeks are they going to show up every day or is it going to be at a location and is there going to be a certain number of hours where the program takes place yes yeah, so uh first off once they get entry into the program we're going to set up a, a schedule this schedule will pair up with what their interest was when they applied. We got everything from real estate, so that means we got to uh, connect them and uh, put funds towards a real estate license. We also have construction, somebody from construction. We can get them the OSHA or anything that they want to do, their welding, uh, construct, their welding license. Or if they want to start to go down the path of AMR, we can put those funds towards getting their EMT. You mean the $1,000 to get yeah, it started? the $1,000, and we're looking for a second read, uh, second seed round funding by the end of this year, too, as well. So these are, have you found the 15 young people yet? Yeah, so people have been applying. I've, uh, actually, they went out to Riverside School uh, last week, and they made some good connections with kids, and I have been in touch, and I have been in touch with the lady that is in charge of all the guidance counselors. She's sending the message out, and they have uh, till the 27th, to apply for the scholarship may 27th may 27th to apply for the scholarship i'm going to provide you with the link and uh -huh. also i'll provide you with the link for if anybody would like to become a mentor and be a part of this process because we can't do it alone uh we're the first responders of course we're the ones that come in contact with them during good bad or in different times but we want to be there 
after the 911 call ends. And is this going to be like a 9 to 5 program for the six weeks? No, it's going to be two times a week. Uh, we have a, a spot so far at the New Haven Public Library that we have chosen for our first spot. But, of course, we're going to have different areas, too, depending on what the interest falls in. So and these people are going to come twice a week for how yeah, long? For six weeks. I mean, like how many each time? Uh, two times uh, two times a week for six weeks. But each of those times is like a full day, half day? Yeah, about four hours. And then are they going to sit one-on-one with their people? They're also going to be joint activities. Uh, yeah, sit one-on-one with the, uh, gotta sit one -on -one with their person of interest. And, of course, we've got to try to get them together to do some joint activities. So that they can just great. meet us, meet us in general. A little cohort. Yep. We want them to get to know us at the end of the day. And first off, we have to break barriers because they've been away from us so long and they only have been seeing us in an emergency capacity so now mm -hmm. what we want to do we want to let them know we're human too we do come from a uh we don't come from a perfect background and that's mm -hmm. why we're starting to connect with them so much you know Zanelli uh frost that went out to riverside and you know first you know they were hard hard to have up their shield but after a while they realized that we're human too and we want them to succeed at the end of the day and some of those barriers and some of those walls start to come down so this mm -hmm. is why we want to do We want to create uh, mentors that want to work with us, and we want to use those mentors to assist the kids that would like to so go down the path So you're going to have firefighters, police officers, realtors, construction people, AMR, emergency. Is that basically the breadth of the kind of people we're talking about? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. That sounds really and great. We, and we, you know, we just want to make sure that we uh, mention greater purpose because, you know, they, mm -hmm. they, they were a very big part of uh, what's going on they actually started it so want to make mm -hmm. sure we yep. give them a shout out and Cat, uh, um, Catherine Vera Tanya Cologne from uh, Yale Latino Network D Jose De Jesus mm -hmm. uh, those yes. are the boards for greater purpose and uh, they really put this together and so this is it we're in our infant stage so we're learning as we're going mm -hmm. but we just know there's something that needs to be done so instead of chasing our tail we just like let's do this so we're in our infancy stage, and we're going to do the best we can. Mm -hmm. And we're here for the community and for the children, the elderly, and everybody in the Elm City. Right, Zanelli? Uh, absolutely. You know, what I envision, right, and I want to thank the CAP and the lieutenant from inviting uh, the police department to come to part, be part of this program as well. You know, a pivotal moment if a young person makes a bad decision, that can sometimes hinder their progress in the future, whether it's for firefighting, police, um, you know, what I envision is that if that young person doesn't have a mentor in their life, they could call myself or one of the police officers. I have several that have already volunteered to be mentors. Gabrielle Curtis, Tyler Evans, who both grew up in the city, are, were some of the first. So I envision them calling us to say, you know, what's your advice and how do I handle this conflict resolution? How do I go about dealing with this problem in my life so I don't negatively uh, impact the future because I want to be a firefighter, I want to be a police officer, to kind of help them establish good practices so early. these two officers have already told you they're going to serve as a mentor in this program they've already signed up on the, on the website yes and so what does it do for you as someone who oversees the patrol division to know that you're going to have your officers out doing this kind of work i, I just think it strengthens bonds with the community you know mm -hmm. we're out there to do enforcement work a lot of the time but we're also there to balance our community policing agenda which i think we're very strong at but there's always room for improvement we do have the cadet program but what I've noticed as we were trying to recruit for our cadet program is that some, some of the younger kids aren't sure if they're interested specifically in policing. They want to do something. They want to be occupied and have a career path. But they're just like, I'm not sure if it's firefighting, police. I don't want to make the commitment to the cadet program just yet. So I'm thinking 
that we all come to the table, we're all going to have some representation, either flip-flop or stay and say, you know what, this is something I'm really interested in. Okay, I can set you up in the cadet program. We can do ride-alongs. And once you hit age 21, you can apply for the full-time position and you can you know, know what's expected and you can know more about the career. It'll help you a little bit more. Or they can say, you know what, uh, I got a, a little taste of police work in the city. Uh, I'm better suited for firefighting. So it's more about reestablishing those strong bonds and filling in the gaps that we don't do right now. Again, I think we do an excellent job at community policing as it stands, but there's always room for improvement. And we're talking about the M City League and greater purpose. The first year of a career exploratory program, six weeks, officers, police officers, firefighters are going to be working with young people to get them started in jobs like construction, public service, first responders, AMR. So let me ask you about, ask you folks, the gentlemen, to go back a few years, think about when you were that age. Um, how did you, maybe can go with each of you and maybe start with Lieutenant Meade. Mm-hmm. Do you remember someone who was a mentor or what got you started on the path to become a firefighter? You're from New Haven? Yes, born and raised in New Haven. Um, my story is long. It's uh, full of obstacles. Uh, but I didn't let those obstacles became obstructions. What kind of obstacles? Um, you know, I grew up in a specific area, and I am within that. I came out. Which neighborhood was that? Uh, I went. I've been. I, I went to Roberto Clemente. Uh-huh. Got kicked out of Hill House. Uh, you know, so it was. It's on and on. You know, so. So do you tell that to the kids? Into, like I'm a firefighter now. I got kicked out of Hill House. If you had something get, to say, you better come they, back. Yeah, they already know me. You know, they see me on a lot of calls. I work yeah. a lot in the, each district. Uh, Greater Purpose has been doing a lot of community service. We do a backpack drive, so we meet a lot of the kids before uh, mm-hmm. they come see me again. So when they see me, and uh, they could just know that I'm genuine in what my intentions. So tell me who was a mentor? What got you started as a career as a firefighter? How did that happen? Uh, career as a firefighter, I, entrepreneur, went down south. I was, uh, had a group home for kids. I had five group homes and a learning center. So you make things happen. You're kind of making yeah, things happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they, call me, they call me Derek Spielberg. <laughs> you know, so I like uh, your movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, came back home, applied. I always wanted to be a firefighter. I love the the element of the unknown uh, in firefighting, the brotherhood, the camaraderie, and we just have a good bond. You know, me and uh, a lot of the guys. So it wasn't work. someone who got you in. You just had that in your mind. That yeah, I always like wanted. To, I always wanted to be. I always seen them and. I know that that was going to be a catapult for me to make a, another connection with the community because I'm going to be out and amongst them in a different capacity where mm-hmm. they can see me actually do it, be an example rather than just me just telling them what to do. Now I'm actually an example of something that they would like to be as well. And Captain Frost, you grew up here in New Haven? Born and raised in New Haven. What neighborhood did you grow up in? I grew up, um, well, when I came home from the hospital, I was in New Hallville. And then I uh, grew up in the projects, uh, Brookside Project, uh-huh. out the way. Um, and did so, someone get you on a path to becoming a firefighter? Yes, they did. And it was actually one of my biological father's old friends. So my mother and father went to Hill House. Um, my mother was I'm going to get close to the bike. My, the my mother and father went to Hill House. Um, and my mother was 17. My father was 16. And my mother decided to give me to my grandmother, my father's mother, so my relation with the kids is I grew up in the projects. My mm-hmm. grand, grandmother took care of 10 of us in, inside, in, in and out, ten of out, you. In and out of her home. So I know what it is to sleep on the floor. I know what it is to have to wear hand-me-downs. I used to tell my cousin, don't mess those up. 
because I got to wear them next. And, you know, we sometimes we had to eat mayonnaise sandwiches. And mm-hmm. I say that to say we could make it, even even though, you know, our track might be a little hard in the beginning, we're tangible. You could see us that, listen, you don't have to go down these certain roads and still make it. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that when we talk to the kids, once we let them know, like, listen, we've been through this, you, you see them start to perk up. And understand because some do you kids, remember some turning point for you a key point an adult played or something that got you on that yes path? my um i was uh 18 my cousin he's a pastor um vinnie vinnie morris bruce morris and he bruce actually morris bruce morris related to the bruce morris from who used to be the state senator or yes that's yeah. my great uncle okay um but his son bruce morris took me into his home and he started teaching me to uh you know, the steps of how how to be independent, how to be responsible, because I was going down a different path, and that changed me. And then for me to get into the fire department, Chief Wright, Alan Wright, ex-Chief Alan Wright, I remember him, him and my father. His son, right, is the, or is his nephew, who's the police officer, the detective. I'm That's not, his son. No, I Alan think Wright, it, detective yeah, think, Alan Wright. Yep. Yeah, 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 he's a very yep. good detective. He, he, very good. He, um, him and my father were childhood friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And... My father, Chief Wright, got me on, introduced me to the fire department, and he said, I owed your father a favor. He saved me <laughs> when we were kids. How and so? my father came to him, and I didn't even know, and said, I'm cashing in my favor. <laughs> and Chief, what did he do for your, what did your father do for him as a kid? Uh, he, never, he didn't say, he just said he saved my life. Mm. And my father, my father was from Cleveland, so when he got older, he went back to Cleveland, but he came back here. Talked to Chief Wright, and Chief Wright seen me at church and said, I want you to apply for the fire department. He started mentoring me, and that's how that's how I got into the fire department. That's great. Now, Chief Zanelli, you grew up in Providence, right? That's correct. I went what, to high school in Providence. And yes. what, did you get, how, what got you in a pr- career toward uh, policing? So uh, growing up in the Catholic Church, my parents were strong in the Catholic faith. I think that was part of it. And I think the, the most uh, impetus moment was probably 9-11 happening. When 9-11 happened, I looked at... Uh, how old were you? I want to say I was about 17 or 18. I was a senior in high school. So I either wanted to go the course of the military or police work. And what really changed it for me uh, is when I started doing ride-alongs and did almost like a, a, ment- a mentorship program for the Providence Police. Tell me about that. What, what got you into a ride-along? So it was my parents that said, you know, if this is something that you might be interested in, you should get some exposure because not only will you know what to do, but, you know, as far as your, your education, you'll know what to focus on as well. Mm-hmm. So I did a few ride-alongs. But how did you get connected with the ride-along? Was there someone had there to program that high school kids could do that or college kids? And that's correct. It was, it was the ride-along program for the Providence Police and us having a lot of ties to the city of Providence. Um, my parents were aware that this was available. So I did that, and I was with some very active officers back then. Um, and it really you know, turned the scale for me from what I wanted to do with my life. Between was, not- was Chief Esterman the chief then in Providence? Uh, he wasn't at the time, but he he was there at some point. Yes. Yeah, yeah he wasn't kinda, there. At the everything time. comes around circles. So you guys <laughs> know what it's like to be at a turning point in your life. It sounds like you know what it's like when you know somebody who points in the right direction, and now you're going to try to point young people in Haven in the right direction so they could stay here and be part of the solution, part of the community, and go on a good life path. That a good way of saying it. Absolutely. You wrapped so it up nicely. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do this interview in an article in The Independent, tell people how to sign up for this. What do you right. want people to know? You want people to know that you're looking for mentors, any particular profession or any profession? Uh, any any p- partic- 
any profession, anybody who wants and has a passion to help kids, you can click the link that I'm going to be providing Mr. Paul. Also, if you know any kid that would like to be a part of this program, I will also provide a second link for him for you guys to click and apply. Uh, one thing, you guys have to be logged into your Google Gmail account before you click the link, and mm -hmm. then you can fill out the form, and we will review it by the board, and we will make our decision on the 27th okay. of May. And it's free to join. Free to, it's free oh, yeah. for the children to join. Free to nope. join. Free for the children to join. And, um, and is there also like a web page or yes. a phone number? Yes, we have uh, greaterpurpose.org that Great. they could go to. So I'm going to send people there too. Well, yep. All right, so I think we're all set here. Great. And, um, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. I love seeing, you know, that you guys really face a, a lot of days where you have tough situations, draining situations, painful, you know. You're doing the work to keep us safe, and thank you for doing that. It's great to see that you find part of the way to do that job is also to create opportunities for people and do some community work that makes people feel good. Building up after mm -hmm. buildings burn down. Right? Yes. Absolutely. And uh, whatever you do, keep God first. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. If you've been blessed, it will be a blessing to someone else. Well, Captain Troy Forrest, Frost, Lieutenant Derek Mead, and Assistant Police Chief David Zanelli, thanks for joining us on Thank Dateline, Dave and Appreciate today. you. Thank th you. Remember, everyone, we want you to go to the greatest per greaterpurpose.org or check out the independent in a day or two we'll have some links for you we want to get as many people as we can applying for this great opportunity to be mentored into a career in new haven from people who have been in your shoes and please to help take them. advantage of it yes please i want to thank, thank harry dros for working the controls as always better than anyone you can imagine yes We're sir to take it out with the afro-semitic experience performing i wish i knew how it feel to be free from the group cd a plea for peace this is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day, all night, and all weekend long at WNHH New Haven's home for community radio. <laughs> <laughs>